Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of uh, Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith, and I've got Jackie in the room. Um, hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, I met Jackie at Barnes & Noble uh, a couple months ago, has yeah. it been? Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, um, I was in there getting some uh, self-help books. She saw my T4 Tactics shirt and was interested in, in, in uh, taking a firearm safety class. And I asked her, well, what were you doing in here? And you were... Uh, you were yeah, a, I was yeah. buying books for my grandkids. And people can't see you, so you're a black female. Yes. Okay, so they yes. know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your background. Where do you come from? Where were you born and, you know, where were you born and raised? Okay, and, I'm and, originally from Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, um, I grew up, I lived... Um, all of my life, pretty much in uh, Garland in the Garland Hill area. So okay. I grew up right there off of Fifth Street, Garland yep. Hill, Timbridge Hill area. Yeah, yeah. Which can be a little rough for people yeah. that I've got people listening to this thing all over the country. But that area can be a little bit rough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's some um, up and coming now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's a good yeah. area, good people. Yeah. Um, but just like every every location, it, it can be a little rough. But uh, um, and we've spoken a couple times. You're street smart. That's what I like about you. You are. You're street smart. You uh, have you been? I mean, how, how did you grow up? What's your what's your uh, past history? Um, middle class working family. Yeah. You know, both parents. Um, only child. Yep. Um, only child for 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Um, I realized I had a brother later on in life. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. My parents were um like I said working class. You know, middle working class people. Yeah, um, I kind of strayed away from that a little bit mm-hmm. when I got older, and I think that was all a product of being sheltered a little bit because I was the only child. And, oh yeah, yeah. and Were you I, spoiled. Yeah, spoiled yeah. and sheltered. Yeah, and, you know, and you know, I spoiled my kids, but I didn't shelter them. I right. let them see a whole lot of things because yeah. when you, when you, I feel like when you see things at an early age, when you you get to see different things and what they do to people mm-hmm. it makes you a little wiser in the choices that oh you yeah make. oh a yeah lot, a lot wiser. it stays actually. with you yeah it yeah, stays yeah. with you so and there were a lot of things that i didn't see and because of that i ended up being in a lot of trouble yeah yeah that. with yeah. the law yeah okay yeah but um it life was a, experience yeah that's what yeah, i was yeah. about to say it was a learning experience yeah 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 but we won't say where you were but right now you have a really good job yes I and do. And so that's one job, but we will say what you do on the side about your what you the product you make. Oh yes, I yeah. make whipped shea butter. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes, um, shea butter. I use uh, raw shea butter. All of my ingredients are natural. I use different blends of essential oils, and mm-hmm. um, it's very good. 
I was just talking to a friend this morning about how essential oils have uh, medicinal properties and they're natural. Yeah. You know, um, they help a lot with healing. Yeah. You know, different things. Yeah. Um, I gave you a sample of the, of the feel good. Brand. And I, you came by yesterday. We had a law enforcement event here and I was yeah. on my feet for nine hours. Uh -huh. We were busy. I'm moving stuff and nine hours on my feet and I went home and rubbed it on my feet. And I, I tell you, man, it just, it feels good. Okay, you, you good. Got, you got a good product. It goes on easy. It feels good. I woke up in the morning. It, it, and it kind of makes your feet feel cleaner. I put some on my hands, but it, you get the clean feeling. And this, I love the smell. It okay, smells like yeah. a like a, a massage, you know, like massage yeah. envy or or when you have a professional uh, masseuse or CMT. Uh, yeah, it's a good product. Yeah, that um, is my signature. Yeah. And um, I used that when I wasn't feeling well, but we're going to save that conversation for another For podcast. another podcast, yeah. Yeah. So you um, you grew up, you got into a little bit of trouble, uh -huh. um, and what? let's talk about where you live now, because you told me something that was like, wow, yeah. and I kind of experienced that with a with a friend of mine, uh, a black girl, and um, where I worked at the college. But tell your story, then I'll, I'll talk about my experience with that. Okay. Now, when my kids were coming up, you know, we did. There were periods of times that we did live in low-income housing. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, that's a hard way to live because I can never get used to people telling me what to do or anything. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think we've, I think we lived in three different low-income housing complex. Two of them we stayed in a year, and one we stayed in three years. And, you know, that was it. But, you know, I always moved on. But um, I became disabled. Um, my kids grew up. They were ready to move out and everything. I ended up in subsidized housing. Mm -hmm. And one thing that disturbed me a lot is that these kids have nothing to do. You know, they have nothing to do. In the housing area. Yeah. 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 And... um. Except get into trouble. Except get into trouble, yep. yeah. And um, meet bad people. Yeah, and um, then another thing that disturbs me too, and I can get into this in detail a little later, is that how many of them are medicated. Yeah. You know, that's a scary thing too. Yeah. And uh, illegal drugs or through doctors? Through doctors. Doctors, through yeah. doctors, which I think is worse than the illegal I know. drugs because you I know. got this doctor putting your name on a bottle with a and, and it says okay it's okay you take yeah. this you take this it's two three fix times the problem. a day it's gonna I fix know. yeah I mean it's awful but that's another conversation too but um you know we have a lot of people there living on you know their their our rent is based on our income uh -huh. you know and then I see these kids who have nothing to do they end up medicated they sit in the house they play video games all day yeah you know and even though I was sheltered as a child. I did more as a child than I see these kids doing now. Yeah. You know, they're not outside on bikes or I know skating or playing basketball or anything. They're yeah. in the house. And then, you know, I noticed that they hire a company outside of the, uh, of the apartment complex yeah. to keep the grounds up. It's not the city. It's not the city. It's a private no, company. It's a private yeah. company that they, that they hire. Now, why not take that money that they're mm -hmm. using to hire these outside people to help these kids, teach them how to rake leaves, yeah. to trim hedges, to cut grass. Yeah. Put in sprinkler systems. All of that stuff. Fix a lawnmower, weed a, weed, or string a weed eater. Yeah. Teach, teach them. Stuff like that. Um, when we have move outs, when people move out, they have to go in and paint and replace the yeah. carpet. Why not teach these kids right. how to do it? Right. You know, their parents are paying, you know, minimum rent and they the kids have nothing to do you know and te not, not only teach them a skill but teach them to take care of where they live that's right you know and the equipment they use and and, and then when you do that 
who knows? You teach a kid to to mow lawns and to, and to fix sprinklers and to do landscaping work, professional landscaping work. You teach them that within the housing areas, and next thing you know, when they get older, they own a lawn company. Yeah, you know, they're out cutting grass now. They got a career. They're you know they own their own business. You know, it's bad enough that they've taken the vocational programs out of most yeah, yeah. of the schools. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't know what they have left now, but I know it's nothing compared to when I was yeah. in school. We had home ec in middle school. Yeah, and and so switching into that, we had talked before about Democrats and and probably keeping people down. Mm-hmm. So talk about that, about how that works in the in the housing district. Oh well, um, let's see. Where do I start? Okay, they have these policies set in place, and to me, and this is my opinion only. I have a few people that agree with me. You know. Oh, I agree with you. When you were talking, when we were talking the other day, I agree with you. These policies set in place that make people a little bit too comfortable mm-hmm. in the situation that dependent they, on the government. Dependent on the government. I mean, and then you, they, I've heard people say so many times, you know, um, I wouldn't dare go out here and get a ask for more hours on my job or get another job because they're going to raise my rent. Right. And see that's what they do. Right. You know, and and it gets discouraging. It yeah, gets yeah. hard. They don't even give us a whole 30 days. Yeah. You know, if I get a job, I have to report it in 10 days. If I forget and report it on the 11th day, not only will I owe for the next month, but I'll owe for the the month that we're already in. Right. You know, which I think is ridiculous. They don't give you time to build. It's a system designed to keep you right there. Exactly. Right there where you at. And and voting a certain way. Yeah. I mean, I'll say it. I'm probably going to get backlash, but voting a certain way. I'm going to get backlash for it, too, because I've heard too many times I vote Democrat because they help more. uh This is not help that they're giving us. No. No, it's 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 holding people back. It's holding people back. And we're not talking black or white here. We're talking, there's a lot of, I mean, I don't want want people to think we're we're just talking the black people, the black people. No. No, it's not. It's white, black. It's, It's all kinds of cultures and races that that are uh, that are being held back like so i had a i have a black girl who's a friend and, and uh her name is miley that's not her real name uh mm-hmm. that's an alias that, that she just a nickname she goes by mm-hmm. but she was a student of mine uh when i taught at a local college and she was going to school full-time and she had two part-time jobs mm-hmm. and she was a great student and she lived in assisted living mm-hmm. and uh, they found out she got that second job and they said we're raising your rates and if you go any we're raising your rent if you go any higher you're gonna have to move out and I, I got so frustrated because I thought, why not bring her in and say, good job for going to school full time, good job for having two jobs, we're going to keep your rent where how it is, but we're going to bring in somebody to sit you down and teach you how to manage these finances so one day you can get out of this mess and be on your own. Mm-hmm. Make a long story short, she ended up dropping out of school because she couldn't do school and work. And, and so uh, this has probably been... That's probably been five years ago. She's still living in assisted living, bouncing from job to job to job. They could have they could have easily had a program set up to help her and get her out of that. Okay, well now let me tell you the flip side to that. I don't know how long ago that's that's been, mm-hmm. but somewhere in between they've changed that. We can't even go to school full time now. We have to go to school part time. If you receive subsidized housing, they only allow you to go to school part time for college. Because it keeps and you there, and and people can't see me making a face, but I'm making a, a disgusted yeah, face is. because they want it. They just yeah, it's amazing. And the, you know what? It, to be fair to the system, there may not be everything that you and I know. Maybe we can get a maybe we can get somebody who runs that system in here to talk with us. Yeah. But but from what I see and what you're telling me, 
Um, let's circle back around to Barnes and Noble. Um, I, you were getting some history books for your grandkids. Yeah. Tell me why you were doing that. Okay. That's interesting. I did the same thing for my kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back a little bit further. Um, when I was about 12, 13 years old, my great-grandmother was still living. Mm-hmm. And she used to tell me these little black history facts mm-hmm. that I had never heard before. I would go to school and repeat them, and everybody would look at me like I was crazy, teachers and everybody. Because they never heard it before. Never heard it before. And it's the truth. Years later, I'm finding books yeah. that's got the stuff in it that she was telling me about. Yep. So, you know, that made me start going by and buying books. I bought books for my children, mm-hmm. you know, to educate them on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... Um, as you know, the internet became more accessible to right. everybody, and it's all this information out here, and I'm finding so much stuff, yeah, so much more stuff. So I do the same thing for my grandkids mm-hmm. when they come over, and it's funny that you know you see, you brought that up because um I have my grandson, my youngest one, the three year old, every morning. Yeah. Um, his mom drops him off before work. I take him to daycare before I go to work. Yeah. Every morning he comes in and goes in my bookcase and he says, Grandma Jackie, I want to read a book. And he's three years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. That's good. That's Uh good. Teaching him right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I was in getting my associate's degree, I was a brand new cop and and I was getting my associate's degree and I had the chance to take an elective while I chose black history. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because I wanted to learn more, we didn't. I didn't have it in high school. Didn't have any Black History in high mm-hmm. school. Maybe I was. Maybe I could have taken it, but it, at the time I didn't. Didn't recognize it was available, mm-hmm. so I took it. And um, uh, I think I was the only white guy in there <laughs> in, the, in the class. But I was amazed at how how much the uh, Black culture has contributed to society that we hear. that they don't get credit for Mm -hmm. and let me skip back I don't want to say that oh he's saying the black culture has never committed to society yeah they have but there's a lot of things they haven't gotten credit Credit for for. the Eli Witt and the Cotton Gin and I I don't know the guy's name but I think it was I know it was a black guy that um, developed uh, the uh, the leather sole for the shoe uh-huh. jack but, johnson and the wrench the boxer jack johnson yeah yeah invented yeah. the wrench when he was in prison right yeah, yeah you don't hear that you don't, yeah, hear that you don't hear anything about it yeah and and we were talking about your uh school teacher was it high school the, yeah it was high school yeah. um my first year in high school um it was 1986 i believe and that was the first year they offered black history as an elective it yeah. was only one semester yeah and um the white teacher walked in the first day of class and we all thought that he was a substitute yeah come to find out they had assigned coach you know the coach to teach the class a coach a coach yeah i was just going to ask you that was he a history teacher or so he was a coach he was a coach yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah track yeah yeah Yeah. okay um, well and he was also the athletic director about what year was this this was about 1986 okay yeah 86 87 in the lynchburg area yeah okay so um he was cool and everything everybody liked him but you know as we got older a lot of my classmates grew to resent him for that class yeah and you know, I told him, you know, I didn't, I don't have any resentment towards the man at all. Because yeah. first of all, he was doing what he got paid to do. And to, probably told to do. Hey, you got to yeah. go teach this class. Yes. And the textbook that he we, he was given to teach us was called 
from slavery to freedom. And one day I'll bring it into here. Um, I yeah. don't have the original one from high school, but I got a newer version that I actually bought yeah. at Barnes and Noble. Which but the black culture was more than slavery yeah, to we, freedom. It, you guys were around a long time before slavery. Yeah, way before slavery. And you're still around way after. Yeah, yeah, and then I also had to, you know, kind of explain to people, you got to understand, he wasn't educated under a curriculum no. that taught it properly either. He's a coach. Either. He's yeah, a coach. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I give him full credit because mm -hmm. I, I understand, you know, when I worked at the college, there were classes that I had to take, or that I had to teach mm -hmm. that I really didn't know. It wasn't my background, but mm -hmm. I, my boss said teach it. And that may have been what it was with him, but I would, th I would think and hope that they would have had a history teacher teach that yeah I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah i'm yeah. not sure i'm not so sure what his background in history was right yeah right yeah mm -hmm. um so but one thing i did uh notice in high school that most of the history teachers were coaches yeah yeah really yeah okay. we had a few math teachers but most of them yeah yeah mostly what i found was the uh the the coaches taught uh health education and then driver's ed that's okay. what i had yeah we, we had coaches in history and a few in math yeah 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 uh -huh. i don't remember my my algebra teachers in high school that was a blur i i, <laughs> I don't do algebra <laughs> and uh yeah I, that was that was a bad that was a very dark time in my life <laughs> i did not like algebra neither no and um my dad explained to me why i was going to need it yeah and I didn't get it then, but later in life, I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a... I had... And this is a little bit on the reverse side. I had a black teacher. His name was Mr. H. Mm -hmm. I can picture what he looks like today. I won't say his last name, but mm -hmm. uh, but it was in, uh, in uh, Daytona, Florida. And um, the black kids passed and the white kids failed. So there's a little bit of racism there going on. That was 82, 83. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I guess it's kind of always been around and it's horrible that 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 exists. It's horrible that it existed now and it's horrible that it exists it's now. It's interesting you said that because you know it's always been said that um that black people, black kids do better on the math math portion uh -huh. of the SAT uh -huh. than whites. And yeah. Whites do better on the uh what was it, the verbal? Yeah. Well I had a black girl that actually her name, I'll say her name, Bernadette. I'll never forget her name. Mm -hmm. Bernadette, but she actually was tutoring me Mm -hmm. uh, and helping me with algebra. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, we, we flip back, let me flip back from that algebra teacher. Um, I also had a biology teacher. I took marine biology because at one time I thought I wanted to work at SeaWorld. I took marine biology and, uh, and that teacher, uh, if you were a good looking girl, you passed with an A. If you were a guy, you had to do the work and work hard. So wow. there was favoritism all over that school, mm -hmm. uh, not just racism. You know, it's a, it, to be fair, it's the, I guess it's the teacher. You have to look at the individual yeah. and not anything else. So, yeah, so I'm glad you're teaching um, your grandkids. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's important, even if we're not talking about race, I think it's important that parents and grandparents take the time to say what did you learn in school today yeah and let's talk about it and make sure you're being taught the right thing we're responsible for making sure that our right. kids are being educated properly right. yeah, yeah we are you know i you know there's a I feel that a lot of times there's a lack of interest on behalf of the parents. Yeah, and it's it's times of change. You know, it's busy. Both parents have to work, yeah. or a single mom has to work, or a mm -hmm. single dad has to work. They work all day. They come home. They don't have the time, or the kids are in bed because they had to work late. It's rough. Yeah, it's tough. It is. It it's is tough. Anything else you want to add? Because we're going to have you back. 
<laughs> this this has been cool, and I, I just want to you know we're, we're it's Black History Month, and I want to say that we're not trying to stir up anything here. Oh, heck it's no. just me talking from a police standpoint on what I saw in my career. You talking from somebody that's been there, done that. Yes. Um, if we get a politician in here and talk, maybe we will one day about this. You know, they haven't really lived it like you've lived it. So you're you're speaking from somebody that's lived in this what everything you said you've you didn't read it in a book you've lived it mm -hmm, yeah. yeah so how can people get a hold of you if they want to buy your product okay i'm on um i am on facebook i'm okay. on social media um jay lee randolph on facebook um i'm also um you can text me or call me text me texting is easier for me right yeah. now because i work two jobs so it's I don't have much, to, and I have my grandson in the morning, okay. so not much time to talk, but um, 434-401-8917. Um, Mr. Galbraith here has business cards. I do. i got yeah. business cards yeah. up in the office. Uh -huh. And the main thing is we want to support Jackie. We don't want to go to a big chain store and buy something like her product. Yeah. We want to support local and business. support people. And let me tell you, support. please support her uh, if you're in the... In the um, the business into to buying her product is it what how would you describe it is it oil or what like, it's um skin cream skin cream okay yeah. so multi-purpose skin cream you okay. can also use it for hair too depending okay. on your hair texture yeah so we've we've got a uh, young lady here Jackie trying to make point trying to make some points got a young lady here who has kids and grandkids uh, she's got another job, but she does this uh, on the side. So let's support her if you need it. Say your number one more time. 434-401-8917. Yep. Give yeah. her a text and, uh, and and she can meet you somewhere or you can... Uh, you can meet up here uh, at my office, and, and you can make the exchange. <laughs> that was nice. Something I know. Like that's that. right. That's right. We're going to have you back. Thank you for coming on. And thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. this. We'll get yeah. you back. We'll talk about some more stuff. You've been listening to Active Listening with T4 Tactics. Hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, we'll have, you, have Jackie back on soon. Uh, be safe, everyone. Reduce injuries and save lives. Take care.